everybody. Welcome to the Be Revolutionary Podcast. It's the podcast where we interview realtors, rebel realtors, and we teach you how to revolutionize your business. Today, we have our head coach from Burlington, Renee Aliskis. Hello, hello. Nice to meet you all. Can't wait to talk. Yeah, thanks for coming down all the way from Burlington. It's only, what, an hour? It's not too bad. 55 minutes to be exact on a beautiful, cloudy day. It's all good. It was nice and quick. Well, you know what? I hope you're going to be okay getting out of here because it looks like the rain's coming. I can see it. Well, there's a lot of wineries in the area here. So you're just going to have to hunker down. <laughs> <laughs> no, but awesome, man. We really appreciate you coming down. Uh, we know, you know, we the market's slow, but we're busy guys. We were just we're chatting. trying to get everybody uh, together for the scheduled podcast. We, yeah. Everybody's busy. There's busy. I mean, define busy in this market. It's uh, There's so many different terms and different ways to describe busy and 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 we were just chatting earlier andrew and i investing in the business is being busy mm-hmm. um trying to be three steps ahead i know the market is funky right now and we just we're just trying to stay ahead like our our market's so competitive it's so diverse that the, the oakville burlington halton region and hamilton it's there's uh there's a lot of fierce competition and mm-hmm. There's a lot of just uncertainty right now. So we're just trying to keep cool, calm, and and reinvest into the business. Right. So a couple of things there that you said. Number one, um, you know, you have to create your own opportunities. You have to create your own success. Um, but what I love about you is that although that's a huge focus for you, you also are spending time um, you know, helping other people. I saw you at the Kate Brodick's team. Right. You guys doing some training? What were you That's guys talking about? That's a great point. Um, this is one of the biggest things I love about being a part of Revel is that I could call any any head coach. I could call for advice. And I and, and in return, we just help each other out. So there's 21 offices out there. There's 21 head coaches that on a dime, we can just call and collaborate. So yeah, the Kate Brodick mm-hmm. team and, and team Renee were... We're collaborating. We're helping each other out. Um, one of the biggest things that at Team Renee that we love is stats, pipelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love training our our agents and working with them to just understand that you don't need the the most uh, state of the art technology with software, and it all comes back to basics. So one of the big things that we do teach is uh, spreadsheets. I mean, spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Oh my gosh. I so, think I heard uh, Andrea drop her pen over there. <laughs> so what kind of spreadsheets? What are we talking so here? We we train our, our agents to use a spreadsheet in association with a CRM system. So it's as simple as looking at what you're doing on a daily basis um, with your potential clients. I like that. Your existing clients, your pending clients, and your closed clients. So when when we look at a spreadsheet every day, five times a day, it's the easiest way to get motivated with how is the pipeline. And in times like this, when we're just all worried about the, the, the media, the doom and gloom and, and the interest rates and, and the sales are taking longer, yeah. you jump into your pipeline. And there is a, there is a little portion of our training that I call just street smart. And I know there's a lot of different ways that people look at street smart, but in our pipeline, um, if, if you have a, a potential client in there and you know the street and they're not a client yet, but let's say you're driving by showing clients homes and out of the corner of your eye, you see this, this for sale sign on the street that you had this potential client in and you immediately, you, you groom yourself to pause, think, is mm-hmm. that potential client 
is is this is this for sale sign the potential client that you have in your right. database so it makes you literally stop look and say is this the street so yeah. we're tr we're we're trying to help our agents just not let sight of what is in your pipeline and again it just stems from a simple spreadsheet like well what you said is you know how you you go back and refer to it five times a day mm -hmm. you know i got a little saying and my my team knows i I love my sayings, but what you focus on expands. So if you're focused on servicing these particular clients, it's so easy to just, as a realtor, drive by a neighborhood and just drive by a thousand exactly. signs and not even think about it because they're like, oh, if I need that, mm -hmm. I would just go on the MLS and I'd look it up. But in times where the deals may be a little bit further and far between, you have more of a mindset to literally be that search engine mm -hmm. physically for your clients. I love it. And, 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 and that's where we're on the same train of thought. And we, we like to say also canvas with purpose. So yes. a lot of people don't like to door knock. A lot ah. of people don't want to go because they're intimidated. It's not, it's not their thing. And I agree. Like I have a lot of fun whenever somebody knocks on my door, no offense to some, of the, <laughs> some, some, some people knock on my door and they're selling me uh TV phones, whatever it is. Um, I have fun and I say, hey, listen, like I genuinely want to help. And I say, at least ask for my name. At mm. least tell me where you're from. Don't just come and say, do you want to uh, you want to sign up for some phone service yeah. without an intro, without purpose, without value. Yeah. So I've I've always believed in canvassing with purpose. Bring something to to that street. Um, and if you're gonna go look for 10, 15, 20 new clients in that street, bring some stats. Bring some bring it bring it bring a go folder neighborhood just just anything if there's a cool bakery around the area maybe bring some goods from the mm -hmm. bakery and and say i'm just in the area and hey you know we all love uh sunshine donuts in burlington so if i mean if i go and give sunshine donuts to everybody they're gonna all sell yeah. a house <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh there's canvas, a whole commission check right yeah there. <laughs> yeah canvas with purpose is something that we we love to instill in our agents i love that because um you know, when you're spending money on uh, items of value, like you said, um, or a booth uh, in a, at an event or right. a charity or any type of sponsorships, it's the same. Network with purpose. Go there. You know, even if the, the goal, and again, we were big on goals. Yeah. What gets measured gets improved. So if you're out there and you're saying, okay, I'm just going to go out there, door knock, get some leads. Okay, well, how many leads? Right. And so is that kind of something that, you know, you, you're big on pipelines, right? Is that, you know, you got to fill that pipeline. Yeah, you start, we, we start the year before the actual year and we, we start setting goals. We look at uh, moderate goals. And, and, and if it's one thing I've learned in my sales life before real estate, it's you got to make achievable goals so that you don't get discouraged the following years. But before you know it, years two, three, and four, we can actually get agents to hit these goals without, without stressing out too much. It's keep it measurable, keep it realistic. And, uh, and in all honesty and real estate, you know that it only means an extra, an extra deal here and there. Like to say, I want to increase my business by 10% or 15%. It may sound a lot in a big corporation, but in real estate, it's an extra deal or two. So how are you going to get those? And to your point about the leads, yeah, you have a, you have your funnel and you're throwing everything in that funnel. And then um, if you're using the spreadsheet model, it's converting your futures into your actives so that you're touching and feeling mm -hmm. and you're actually working with them. And then you, it's neat because you can see where you're going to end up in that year by just simple spreadsheet model. And so what about um, 
the referrals from active clients. Is that part of your spreadsheets as well? It is. Yeah, we track it. So it's neat. There's a little drop down saying where, where, where who's who's coming from where. Was it um, SOI, meaning sphere of influence? Was it a, a past client? Was it a, um, if you're in a weekly networking group, for example, like a commerce group, is it coming from there or just sports? Um, kids yeah. sports like yes so we have a huge drop down of where it's all I love coming sports and real estate I, together it's one of my biggest most exciting things to do is coach and play sports and it's the most natural way to just have people get to know who who we are as as not just realtors but people and then they can relate and they're like oh my god like this guy actually can do it he can do it all he can coach he can he's normal and, he can, yeah. and he's a realtor it's like the full package so I love that. Are you coaching some yeah, I'm basketball, coach, probably? Basketball, yeah. football, and... Football. Uh, yeah, just actually, I can't wait. But tomorrow, tackle football, my 12-year-old my son yeah. is uh, putting on the pads for the first nice. time ever. And yeah, I'm coaching. That. It's the Burlington uh, Football Association. Yeah, okay, nice. So that's going to be awesome. I coached, um, we did ball hockey, I coached. I signed up to coach for the ice hockey as well. Mainly what I'm doing is all hockey because I know hockey at least. <laughs> but um, no, you're you're right. It's something um, for me too, though. It's like I tell everybody that if you're going to do something, do something that you're passionate about because the likelihood of you right. following through on, on you know, uh, your commitments and everything like that and actually making something out of it to, that reflects your mm -hmm. business as well is that, you know, it's got to be something that you enjoy doing. I love this, Andrew. And I think, like, as we're chatting about all these things, yeah, there's the real estate market and how and how busy we are in our business and how we're investing and, and we're training and, and spreadsheets. The unreal thing that we, we get asked all the time, and I'm sure you get asked, is, is how do you do, like, how do you manage all that yeah. sports, this, that family traveling, like I'm going to ask the question because I'm, I, yeah. I have an answer for my, on my end, but I'm dying to know how you balance all that out. Well, so three kids, wife, two podcasts, two offices, a team, yeah. a, a show, uh, this, that, this, that, all my golf. I love to golf too. And I play <laughs> hockey in the winter every day too. So, all of those things, as I mentioned before, if you have a passion for it, you find a way. Um, same thing if you have a passion for helping your clients, no matter what is going on in your life, you find a way. But if you want a more tactical answer, it's for one, time blocking, but two, leverage and leverage with purpose. So it's about hiring the right people right. to help take the load off your plate. For example... I know a lot of people in the real estate industry, they don't necessarily want or I, I got to be careful of how I say it, but maybe they don't want to hire somebody either for financial reasons or they're afraid of, you know, what are their clients going to think if you're adding another team member to the mix where you're not necessarily conversing with the leader right. every single day where you've, to me, if, you know, if you really want to create the lifestyle that you want is that you've got to hire people that are good and can take things off your plate so it. that, you know, it, um, you don't have to be there all hours of the day. I love it. And and I think I've heard those wise words from coaches out there, just business coaches as a whole, like they, yeah. they preach that. Right. And once you get so busy, it's great. I think a lot of young agents, um, new agents, they're going to experience that point in their life where they're like, sure. You're, you're selling 20, 30, 50 homes a year, but it's like, where's 
are, but are they coaching? Are they traveling? Yes. Are they playing golf? Are they able to just take off and do what they can, right? It t- yeah. takes a while to get there. And I, I, for me, I've only been in real estate uh, seven, seven years now, but my first, I'm going to say my first three years were, were a grind beyond yes. grind, yeah. like hitting walls, falling in ditches. Uh, the unknowns were just coming at you. And, no. and I used to see these really successful agents and I'm like, how, how are they doing everything? They make it seem so easy. And they're calm. And, yeah. <laughs> So I, I grew up in the industry watching other successful realtors. And I just, I said, I need to know how they're doing it. And it was hard. Like, and this is one of the things about being on with, with Revel. It's so much easier to find those answers out now than it mm-hmm. was when I was on these other big broker. I was a part of three big brokerages and I couldn't get answers. I, I tried, I talked, talked to the number one sales guy and gal and I, I just said, come on, like, what, what are you doing? And there was, there was secrets. Yeah. And I was just going through the motions year after year. And thank goodness this February, um, the 16th yeah. location in Burlington happened and talking to, to head coaches like you, Kate, Fred, Evan, I mean, Ryan and Nikki, like the, like, mm. it's just, and if I want to control my destiny, it's in my hands. And that's the one thing that I, I couldn't do as easily back yeah. when I was with these other brokerages. So let's talk about then, then, you know, um, how did the Burlington opportunity for one, you can answer this and, you know, where were you in your career? So, you know, right. how did it present itself? What attracted you to the brand? Right. How did it all start? I love that question. I love it because every time I, 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 I hear it from another head coach, it's, most fascinating five minutes or four minutes of hearing how they got into it. But I was part of a, can I see the brokers that I was a part of? Is yeah, it okay? of course you can. That's <laughs> I mean, okay. I was, yeah. I was part of Remax um, before, and we were just last year, we were just trying to figure out what's the next, what's the next big thing for team Renee. Yeah. And uh, we were looking for a fit, a culture. Um, we were trying to align ourselves a little bit differently than, than that brand. Um, and to be honest, we, we just, we were just, researching, looking on, on social media. And we came across Revel on social media and in Oakville, Burlington, uh, there was no, no true presence. So we really, we couldn't see signs and all that. We had to do a lot of research, but, um, we love the branding. We love the social media. And one day our team just said, let's, let's just set up a meeting and, and see if they're going to open up an office in Oakville or Burlington. We'd love to, we'd, we just wanted to be a part of it. Right. But we, we did uh, have a phenomenal meeting with Nikki and Ryan and uh, we met at the head office. We were just talking about what the possibility is of having an, an Oakville yep. or Burlington office. We were just inquiring and I can't. It's hard to, hard to say no after I can't you say, hear that type of a pitch. <laughs> yeah. I, when we met with Ryan and Nikki and we got to see the the office and the basketball court, I mean, that kind of sold it for me. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think that was the biggest thing, but after meeting with Ryan and Nikki for about an hour, not even like 30 minutes, we, we felt this, this connection. We felt this, it was like we were having a, a lunch with, with our family and, and it was mm-hmm. so genuine, so <clears throat> different than what we've ever experienced with the other three brokerages we've been a part of that it just became so natural, very genuine. And from there, it just, it went fast. Like it was like, okay, so here's, here's, here's the game plan. And Ryan and Nikki, provided us an opportunity to say, well, we don't have an office in Burlington, but if, um, if you're all good and it was a very mutual, mm-hmm. like just way of, of how it all happened, we were beyond excited to, to bring, 
Revel to Burlington. And we, we've just been, we've been in this world of not what we're used to being a part of Revel because of what we've been used to with the other brokerages, three big companies. And uh, this is all natural, genuine. And that's what our team has been thrilled with. Yeah. Ryan and Nikki has met our agents. They've met our team. And they said they've never met people like that where they're owners of a big company and they're just the most genuine, humble people. So yeah, for us, they're um, involved. We I love that. As the director of recruitment, and the, I, I really wish we could change that title because I don't like the recruitment because right. it's not really what we do. Um, but I get to sit in on those meetings and it's like, you're like, are we having lunch with our cousins <laughs> from Italy? Like, yeah. What's going on here? Like everybody's, it's it's just, it's not a business meeting. It's, no. we're having lunch, we're talking, we're getting to know each other. And we just happen to talk about the requirements of starting with us. Right. You know what I mean? But, but what I like um, about what you said is that that's the whole Revel brand. Like everybody has that same attitude. Right. And that's another reason why we don't really push to recruit all that much because the if if we were to put quotas or or goals on my role it would potentially set up to create an atmosphere or culture where maybe the people that we're bringing on we shouldn't have right. right where when we have these meetings like how you were introduced we get to know each other and see if it's even a good fit I love right. It. As opposed to, you know, we could have, we could have e easily grown to thousand realtors, 10,000 mm -hmm. realtors. But I think when you attract your tribe and you know, you, you just kind of put out the branding and whatnot that we put out, we attract people like-minded individuals like yourself. So how has, you know, that mentality kind of infiltrated your brand and how you're running your team now? I mean, you're saying that you're basically on on brand already right. but has, has that help influence the, since you've joined the amazing thing is that the marketing that revel does and the marketing that team renee has been doing for for a few years now it complements each other so yeah. i know um i was listening to, to your podcast with kate braddock and you were talking branding and colors and all that uh, fortunately in the last two years we've only we've, we've kept the same branding same color same yep. everything but what we love about the revel is it's clean, it's crisp, mm -hmm. it's it's not loud, and it just goes with a lot of our, our branding. As we have it now, our, our for sale signs have always been um, very, very clean, and clients love that. Like when we made the transition from the previous brokerage, um, not that we put out, we didn't really use their colors a lot, but they just love how the Revel sleek, the orange dot's a big hit, and at least in Halton Hamilton, it's yeah. a, and, and it's it's huge. Orange is a big thing, uh, but the splash of the marketing that um, Jennifer Blakely's helping us with yeah, as well. So like, you could bring that up. That, yeah, I think it, you have one of the best photos <laughs> she's ever done. Which one? You're. The running, the, yeah, right. oh man, we had a lot of fun with that at our- Cause I tried that. She's like, do a running one. I'm like trying to envision, okay, pull a Renee. And I couldn't, she's like, nah, that's not good. My, my, the joke in our office is one of our agents, um, he did the jumping one. So he, we were talking about verticals and he's like, I got you on the vertical. And I'm like, I don't know. I think you were photo, photo, or photoshopped. But uh, yeah, Jennifer Blakely has brought out some of the most incredible- like features in, in all of us. And it's like, Oh my gosh, like you go into the studio and, and it's, it's already mm -hmm. elevating you versus the what's out there in the market with just that one shot. And I had this, um, 
actually this past weekend I was out, I was at a pool party with some good friends. Mm. We we're going through photos and we're, and we said, Hey, caption this, caption this. And there's about nine, nine or 10 photos from our team. And we had fun. Like they were like, wow, like elegant, like just sleek, mm. sexy, like sophisticated. What I like is that black and white has been done before, but this isn't necessarily black and white. It's like grayscale, mm -hmm. a little brighter, where the traditional black and white is almost too black and white, where you would set yourself out as like a pure luxury company or something like that, or or unprofessional looking, right. where this is just a cool, cool balance. Um, so, um, so I want to talk leadership qualities, right? And you know how how it is as a head coach, as a team leader. I mean, especially in a very competitive market like Burlington. So what do you think are the most, are, are, are the best qualities mm. of, of a leader in your position? Um, you know, how are you motivating your team training, all that right. kind of stuff? Love it. Um, this, this just stems from my background in being, being a corporate rep. It stems from my background in playing sports. Um, I've always believed you got to lead by example you have to fail to succeed. Like there is no shame in not getting the deal all the time. It's just, how do we, how do you react? How do you come back stronger? So at our team, um, in our competitive market, we're always trying to just be consistent with who we are, how we do things, being genuine and being a part of the community. Um, we're, we're always trying to participate in little events um, and just show the, the community that we're, we're an up and coming small boutique style team that, we pride ourselves in what we do and what we say, and we don't overpromise. And we're always just giving consistent, consistent feedback and, and advice to our clients, no matter the size of the home. Like we deal right. with leases, we deal with luxury, we deal with townhomes. Like we just give the team Renee Rebel service to every client. And a lot of mm -hmm. clients at times, I think that's where they're very impressed is they see them. They see how we do our brochures, our marketing, our social media, our videos, floor plans. I mean, they they just say, "Wow, I'm only I'm only like an eight hundred thousand dollar house, or I'm only a five hundred thousand yeah. dollar townhouse." And we say, "No, this is this is how we do things." So, our team they know that we're we're very big on consistent quality in the marketing. Marketing is big for us. We try to be clean. We try to just give everything we can because at the end of the day, Oakville Burlington is one of those markets that. There's so many, um, there's so many companies and CEOs and, and directors mm -hmm. in these markets where they, they thrive on the, the little things and they thrive on the, on the connection. So it could be something like me just taking a box of sunshine donuts to a client and just going the extra mile. It's, it's taking someone out to around the golf. It's, it's, it, it, there's the business side, but there's also mm -hmm. just having some fun. And in fact, we're having our, our client appreciation event this Thursday. Nice. Um, we're, we're, we rented out a theater to watch Super Pets. Oh, so nice. It's just these things that we're always, every few months, we're trying to get the, engaged with the community. Yeah. Every, every October, for example, we do a pumpkin drive. Um, we do a basketball event that's free. I mean, we're just, we're, we're always looking to give back and have fun. But our team, I think they, they do see, from a leadership standpoint that I'm always trying to be creative and I don't try to just, even if the time is tough, like right now in the market that we're in, I'm just trying to give them hope, jump to basics. So pipeline, the good old spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. I, I always say there's always a way to, to get back in and try to become stronger than what's at, what, what, what's out there. And yeah. they see, they yeah. see that I don't give up. They see that 
when the market was very insane in, in Q1 of this year and last year, I always said, there's hope. The buyers will have a day. We just got to wait. We got to be ready. So it's just, it's just being consistent as an overall mm -hmm. picture. Consistency is key for sure. And what I like about, you know, going back to basics, picking up the phone is, right. you know, it's being, see, here's the biggest mistake in my opinion that I think realtors make is that they think that they're more of a serviced base commodity than an, a professional business. Whereas, you know, they're too afraid sometimes to tell their clients the truth mm -hmm. because, you know, they're worried about, you know, will they sell them eventually? Will they appreciate what they said? Whereas I've actually had clients say to me, you know, when I first started, I was like, well, what do you think about the house? Like, well, I don't know. You're like, okay, well, you know, we could go see another house, no problem. And then he's like, Andrew, I need you to tell me to buy this. Right. Like, I need you to just say, <laughs> not ask me what I think. I need you to just tell me what to do. Because a lot of people think that just because it's it's a big transaction, the commission checks, you know, are a little bit bigger than selling a gym membership. Right. And, you know, you know, this is the largest transaction that most people will make in their lives where they don't need to give their professional opinion because they feel that maybe they would lose it or, you know, maybe they don't feel like pressuring. It's a great, great point, Andrew. I, I love that because I think a lot of new agents are going to go through that. Um, the fear of saying no, or the fear of saying yes. Right. It's like, yeah. it's like green light, yellow light, red light. And, and I think once you get to that point where you could tell the client, let's walk away, you open yeah. the door, and you close it right away and you're like, no, it's nope. not. Nope. Let's go. Let's on to the next one. When you get to that point as a, as an agent, it could be, it could be in your first few years. I think that's when you've, you've grown up and matured pretty yeah. quickly. You don't have to be in the industry 10, 15 years to, to say agree. that you're an experienced agent. You could be, you could be there in the first year. And, but I also, on the opposite side though, is like when you walk through a door and you know exactly what your client wants, you're saying, this is the house for you. 100%. And I think agents need to take more professional responsibilities for themselves in those instances as well. And, and those are the things that clients will remember you for life. Yeah, uh, right. And in that market that we all were, we were a part of for two years, how many times did we go in and we said, wow, this, this home is it. We got it. We got to act. We got to get the, op we got to have four offers, uh, different price points. We got to be ready with plan A, B, yes. C, D, because this is the house and I don't want you to, to lose out on it. And the amount of times clients would, just be incredibly thankful and say, Renee, if you didn't act that quickly, that yeah. fast, even though we were kind of on the fence, but now in hindsight, we're like, wow, it's, it's all about how quickly you can read, um, read the situation, read the yep. home. And yeah. And there's other times that we walk in and they're and the clients are, they're in love with the home and we have to bring, break the news to them and say, but look, look across the street, look at what's happening here. Look at what's happening over there. And, and Hey, look at, we have to be the bearer of, of reality too. So speaking of, you know, providing advice and, and education, I noticed you've really been stepping up your social media game. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> it's not there. necessarily, but it's all like what I'm saying is, is education. Thank you. And educating the clients and me for that matter. Well, you know what, Andrew, I, I know that, that there's some incredible, incredible social media um, realtors out there and, we're not, we're not there yet, but we feel that if, if anybody goes on there and takes the time to listen to our, our, our stats video, 
if they take the time to look at one of our reels, like we're trying our best to just keep it, keep it real, keep it, keep it straightforward. But we got a long way to go. And and that's mm-hmm. okay because one of the biggest things I tell my, my agents and to, to keep them motivated as well. And, and our clients to, I say our, our Instagram is a portfolio. It's not, we're there. We are working to get to grow our business through social media, but when in doubt, we, we love when people can just go and Google us. And then from the website, they can go to our social media and we do put out like pretty, pretty genuine content. Like if, if you look at our stats, if you live in Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, I put out a monthly video, it's about three minutes long, but I take about two hours every month, first of the month to micro analyze these stats. The you were to stats. ask me anything about a townhouse detached condo in Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, at the first of the first week of the month, I've spent hours just so I can go in and put a three minute video. So mm-hmm. all this work that we put out, it's, it's a lot of work, you know, better than anybody, how much it takes to, to put out good content, but but I love it. I do love the stats and I think clients will appreciate it. And the new agents, they'll, they'll start to learn that you, you need to, like, we have a thing we say, it's all, um, it's all a stats driven world and it's in stats, they do the talking. And, and, and when you're a new agent, if you're a new agent out there, honestly, like you can use stats as a, as a something to lean on. It's, it's almost like, Hey, Mr. Client, it's not me saying it. It's the market. It's the averages. It's the trends. So, so thank you for noticing that we're just, we're trying and, and, and I think we're just going to keep getting a little bit better here and there. Well, you know what I was, um, I was speaking at a real estate conference on social media and there's like a stats and education segment. And do you ever have, and maybe this is just me, but do you ever have like an imposter syndrome where you're like, <laughs> who am I? Like, that's why I don't do a lot of stats okay. videos. Cause I feel like, what if I get something wrong or, mm. you know, who am I to be providing all this information? <laughs> I love the imposter syn- syndrome. I, 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 when I'm do see, I do watch a couple other great Instagram um, realtor accounts out there. And it's one thing that I've learned is that they just say it pretty genuinely. They, they do reference where they get their information. Yeah. So I think that's peace of mind. Um, but I think when you, when you analyze the market so well and you know it, you almost feel um, foolproof and it's, it's cause you've, we're using the you board, the data from it. Yeah. So I think it's just speaking confidently about it. And that's why um, I do love challenging other agents when we start talking about stats and market values and what's happened in the last 40 years. And, and that I, that's, that's been my biggest strength is talking stats. And I have, I have, I, I always quote um, where we get the stats from. Yeah. Because I always see like, I'm, and then maybe that's just my experience because I've I've posted a couple of things and um, you know I've had agents and managers from other brokerages. Well, actually, that's not <laughs> correct. And then I'm like, and then now I've oh, got to be the jerk and say, check your numbers, chum. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I'm always right. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know. And then because you know that's why I revel, I revel as well. We don't really do we don't do awards. Right. right. And it was just another one of those things where we don't necessarily, we're not, we're a very humble company, I guess you could say. I love that. And we're not big into saying, hey, well, we're the top, you know, 1.75% because then you got people chiming in. And and I think when realtors are, you know, headbutting on social media, it just gives the industry as a whole a bad name. It does. And yeah. that's the worst. So, like, you don't want <clears throat> to... 
you don't want to put it out there in the in public especially in comments and all that yeah. stuff it's if anybody ever um if anybody ever wanted to challenge the stats i'd say awesome let's just yeah, talk let's offline go. let's let's talk. like i had a client one time analyze me and actually it was a newsletter that he was analyzing and i didn't i didn't write it we were we had a third party write it so i just said go to the here's here's the here's the contact if you want to really like argue these percentages but that's a little different i mean i didn't write it but if i'm writing something if i'm putting that out there you better believe i have my sources and the dates and that's how i can sleep at night knowing what i'm putting out there is accurate good i love yeah. it so this is where you know the part of the show where we say you know, we always try to ask for one big piece of advice that you'd give to a new realtor or a realtor who's struggling, or maybe it's somebody considering joining a team or starting a team. Right. What's one of one big piece of advice that you could throw out there? I think I have to relate it to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, for the the pipeline, the spreadsheet. Like, as a new agent, I think you're going to go in and invest all this money on all these different shiny objects, all these CRM, different CRMs and lead generations. Honestly, if you're a new agent out there pen and paper, spreadsheet, and everybody that you meet, put it in this spreadsheet, put it, keep track of who they are, where, where you met them. Street smart is that, is that mentality that I really feel they need to be aware of. Because once you are on top of who you are talking to, or you, you want to be involved with, it's all going to be really quick speed of light. So new agents, I, it's, it's the same thing I teach with my team. It's just you got to, you got to have a pipeline. You got to have yeah. a little something and just don't, don't put it in your phone. I mean, like spreadsheet, go old school and just keep, keep in touch with them every, every month, every two months with purpose with right. The whole canvas with purpose. Yeah. That's my biggest chunk of advice. I love the, the pen and paper because, um, Ryan Cervelli, every time I see him, he's always got a pen and a piece of paper. <laughs> so I, I started doing that. Um, but you're right. It, but that type of mentality is it's like, if you want to grow and succeed, it's the basics. Yeah. It's the basics. That's all you need. That's where you start. Just start a conversation with somebody. If I was to give one more, one more. I know okay. You if you were one. to give two pieces of advice, two, number two. <laughs> I, I use this, this acronym within my team and it's, um, and just myself. Um, I've always said B B Y O B not your, not booze, no booze, but be your own brand and just, there's something about you that people yeah. are going to love, right? If I'm an athlete and I love sports, I want to do that. I want to, I want, I want to, I want those kind of clients to see yeah. what I'm about. But if you're a, a health and, and, and a nutritionist and you love to be gluten free out there and Hey, maybe that's your jam. Like, like go and, and, and find out everything you can about the health sector. Um, just BYOB, yeah. be your own brand. And, and I think you'll, as a new agent, you'll, you'll uncover some amazing things. Yeah, it's true. If if you want to, um, you know, like I said, do things that you're passionate about. If you can combine your business with health food, yeah, you know, make that a part of your everyday brand. Social media, right? Like you could tie the two in with doing exactly. a blog about what's what's the best shake of the day, or what what did I put in my yeah. fruit or vegetable smoothie. Yeah, just talk about it. That people just gave love me a that, cool right? idea. Yeah, <laughs> you could create your own smoothies based on like real estate terms or something. You know, the Coats. Firm Friday uh, green smoothie or something. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, okay. So people want to inquire about Team Renee or uh, Burlington Revel Burlington. Where can we find you? How can they get in touch? TeamRenee.ca is our website. It's pretty clean, easy to navigate through, and and we've got our social media embedded on the website too. So it's pretty cool. You, you can see what's going on on our social. Um, or at tbrene.ca on Instagram. Those are the two best ways to 
to find us. The third one is probably just out gallivanting at events and yeah. <laughs> Burlington Rib Fest. Browsing I mean, the basketball course in Burlington. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love Amazing. it. So thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for uh, having really me, We really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, let's do it again in season two. <laughs>